The Morning Invasion. It's a sloth. Hi. How's it going? Time. Did you watch The Bachelor last night? I did not. Yeah, you did. I you did saw not. the sloth get out of the limo, didn't you? There was a real sloth? There was a real sloth that got out of the limo Why to was... meet Colton. <laughs> I heard you. So Colton, you know, he's The Bachelor, and so... Oh, for the first episode, he'll sit out in front of the mansion and all these limos pull up and the girls will start coming out one by one so they can mm-hmm. meet Colton. Well, this girl dressed up as a sloth and she's making her way towards Colton and it and it took her about five minutes. Hey, things slow. I know, because, you know, sloths are slow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Oh, yes. Lee. Colton, I don't think he was into it. And she, you know what? I wish she would have never done it. She made Sloss look bad is what she did. Then she was hanging from a tree later on in the episode. I don't know. But uh, I think, I, you know what? I don't know if she got picked. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, guys. I know a lot of you probably didn't watch it last night, and you're going to watch it today. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So she was actually like a contestant on uh, the batch. Okay. Well, here's the thing: they want to get noticed. That's a good idea. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the producers or if these women come in and go, "Hey, uh, I, I think this would be a great idea. I'm going to dress up as a sloth, and because you want to stand out, because there's like 30 girls all competing to get that rose to move on to the next episode, till finally, Gosh. eventually, you get picked. So you want to stand out. You want to be remembered. So she thought it was a good idea to dress up as a sloth. And, uh, huh? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's why it's a train wreck, I guess. That's why it's a train wreck. Anyways, big show today. It's our first one of 2019. That's right. Last, uh, the last two shows we did, uh, were just, you know, rehearsal, rehearsal, getting ready for 2019. We got a big year for you guys. So we got uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to, Steve. We really do. We do. Did you see? Uh, we're pretty tight with the U version guys now. You know the U version Bible app. Absolutely. That was a uh, that was a that was a big uh, big deal in 2018. We had a couple uh, couple of the people behind the U version app. We talked to it was the creator, the creator behind the U version Bible app. The president, like yeah, we talked to a few different people uh, who are just fundamental in the creation of the app and the execution of it because it's the biggest Bible app in the world. Yeah, we talked to uh, the creator, Bobby Grunewald. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many people do you think in 2019, you know, because everybody that's right. kind of like a New, New Year's Year. resolution, like, I want to read through the Bible, you know, how many people joined up uh, for version's Bible reading plan. Oh gosh! On January first, like on New Year's Day. Yeah. How many people signed <clears throat> up for like I'm going to go through the Bible? Well, this is hard because I we know what last year there was 350 million downloads or something crazy like I'm that. I'm crazy like that, right? Uh, so, oh, gosh, I want to say some astronomical number, but then I'm going to overshoot it. I'm sure. So I'm going to say 200 million people. You're so close. 
put a B on that M. Wait, are you two hundred billion people? Wait, wait, wait. I'm kidding. Well, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's not possible. <laughs> Just change that M I to a B, <laughs> and yeah, no, two hundred billion. Uh, no, you're not like, even close. How many people are in existence? Right, <laughs> one zillion. Yeah, one zillion guys. I can't trust anything you say. Yeah, I mean, you you really overshot it. Now it doesn't seem like that many people actually well, signed up. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, realistically, you really overshot. Is this just it. America? Because to be fair, the downloads were like globally. So if it's just America, I'll say seventy. Like just seventy people? <laughs> yeah, seventy. Oh. so that it seems like it's gonna oh, be easy. okay. Yeah, see what you did there. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> 70 million. Now, 70 million. <laughs> now you're, you see, you overshot it again. Dang it. I'm terrible yeah. at guessing. Come on. I, you know what? Let's just save the story. We'll do it at nine o'clock when we have a whole new audience. Because people are going to be so disappointed. Oh, man. Because I was reading this. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, you version, it's uh, 10 years old. And uh, apparently. On New Year's Day, over one million people subscribed to the app's Bible plan service. See, it doesn't sound that cool anymore. <laughs> no. One million people. Nah. Yeah, that's not very many. A cool mill. Yeah. Isn't that sad that we're like, only a million people are reading the Bible? Lame. Lame. <laughs> 200 million people. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, man. Wow. <laughs> Um, the app saw 2,500 new Bible plans in 2018. Okay. So in 2018, the app saw 2,500 new Bible plans. That's a lot. That's, that's huge. Most of these plans come through partnerships with outside organizations like Stephen Christian, our friend in Amberlynn. Yeah. Uh, he came out with a, one of those Bible app plans that you can do. So, okay. To give you an idea to make it seem like it's a big deal because it is actually a big deal. Uh, I, I was just out in Texas this weekend. Mm -hmm. The city of Austin has a population of 950,000 people. So more, more people than the entire population of Austin signed up on New Year's Day to read the Bible. That's a big deal. Mm. I don't know, man. You okay? <laughs> I mean, think about the world. This is like in the world, you know? And then That's in the world? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's the world because it's available and over a million like, people subscribe to the Bible service. Plan. I mean, it's cool, man. And you just mentioned there's like twenty five hundred plans that yeah. came out. This is specifically for one plan. Well, I kind of feel like it's very saturated. They need to kind of they need to tone it down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Twenty five hundred is a lot. It's like when you go to a restaurant and the menu is oh, like four pages, and yeah. you're sitting there going, oh, I, I, just I don't want a burger. I get anxiety when it's like that. Um, I see. just want to know how many of them have dropped off because it's exactly oh, you a know, week later. Yeah, eight. We're day eight. You know, we're down to like I would say, I'd say twenty thousand people are still still doing it. Okay, we went from a, a <laughs> cool a mill. mill to twenty thousand. <laughs> uh, let's see, the one million new subscribers is a stunning sixty-two percent increase for you version. Um, over the year, that you know what? It's probably because uh, we had uh, Bobby on the show. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those million probably came from our audience. Totally. All Starmie members. <laughs> uh, yep. 
Grunewald didn't speculate as to what might have caused the uptick. Yeah, Grunewald, you know. It was our interview. You mm-hmm. rapping. Remember when he rapped? He threw down. Yeah. I thought I honestly thought the creator of the Uversion Bible app was like some 70-year-old dude. Now he's like our age and he used to be a rapper in the yep. 90s. Yeah. He was actually pretty good. So yeah, that's pretty cool. A million uh, people subscribed to Uversion's Bible reading plan on January 1st. So uh yeah, if you if you haven't downloaded it yet, you, you need to. They have some like whatever you're dealing with, like we said, there's over uh, 2,500 new Bible plans that they uh, put out last year. So, like, you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're dealing with pornography. Uh, maybe it's just a relationship issue. Maybe it's, you know, being just single or maybe an <laughs> uncle or you, a you grandfather. Some, you started that one. Or maybe you work at a grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe you're homeless. Um, Maybe. You know, you just get the Bible <laughs> app. There's a plan for homeless people. There's got to be. Can you look that up? Because if there's not. You want to create know, one? A lot of homeless people have cell phones. They That's have actually true. Um, no, there's really, there's so, there's a plan for you. You can you can pretty much find anything. Maybe you're struggling with your, uh, your job. Um, Did you just tell homeless people there's a plan for them as if they're like, mm-hmm. they're just streaming the app yep. on their smartphone right now? Yeah, uh, version Bible app. Uh-huh. Go to the app store. It's <laughs> it's free. Plans. It's free. There we go. Um, yeah, there's there's a plan for you. Is there a plan for you? There's a plan for you. Maybe you got money issues. You know? Yeah. Maybe you're going bald. <clears throat> do I, they have a do they have a plan for people that are going bald that are losing their hair? I typed in homeless, and the only plan out of all of the plans that came up is the supremacy of love. It's a seven-day plan, and without question, what the world need more, needs more than anything else is love. If people loved each other, really loved each other, there would be no more war, crime, abuse, injustice, poverty, hunger, homelessness, deprivation, or immorality. So basically, well, if you read this plan over the seven days, all of that's going to be eradicated in no, the world. No, no, no. Okay. That's... No. Well, if you read the Bible, you know that... That's not Not going to happen until... However, I think we can do our part as Christians. Again, I, like during the break, I was talking to Beenix um, about Won't You Be My Neighbor, the film. And he was talking about how Fred Rogers was a true Christian and what that meant. Yeah. Like one of his guys on the set was rough around the edges, always smoking, tattoos. And this is like, we're talking the 60s, 70s. This guy just looked like gritty biker guy. And he, he's part of the documentary. And he talked about how Fred never had an unkind word. Fred loved Never judged him. him. Yeah, never. Never looked at him different. And there's an incredible story uh, about a Christmas present he got. And I was just going, Fred Rogers was an incredible human being. Yeah. So I do think it's possible that if we truly do love biblically, we could impact the world. We could change things in the world. I think we'd see things a lot differently, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you check on uh, if there's a Bible plan for men that go bald? Uh, let me check. You know? I, do I look up balding? Yeah. I like think just search yeah, plans just, yeah. that include the term balding. I think that's, yeah, exactly. Balding. Um, if not, we should get uh, old Grunewald on, oh, on the there's, show. There's a lot, and I don't Is think, there? yeah. When you're hoping for a miracle, there's a plan for that. Wow. I mean, so maybe God you're could hoping grow my hair God back. will grow your hair back? And that's true. Um. <clears throat> Okay. 
be renewed, beginning again with God? Oh. I don't know. Maybe it just because it means that you're if you're renewed with God, you won't care that you're balding. Mm. Uh, there's a seven day plan called Life is Meaningless. So maybe it's all about losing does, your does hair, and, and you're like it's all vanity because you're vain because you want hair. I better have the sweetest sweetest hair when i get to heaven that's all i'm gonna say that is so weird you know my hair better be the best <laughs> out of everybody <laughs> i'm serious i just want some thick <sighs> long beautiful hair you know what i've never really thought about ever mm. my hair in heaven yeah yeah you wouldn't because you have hair <laughs> you haven't lost any i have like <sighs> patches missing all over my head because of stress yeah. And getting old and genetics. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, well. Could be worse. Version Bible app. Download it, guys. Jump on. Over a million people subscribed at the that's beginning of the huge. year. That's that's awesome, man. That's really cool. It's huge. All right. We got to take a quick break. You guys want to hang out with us? We're on YouTube Live at Star 88 FM. Also, uh, give us a call. We haven't heard from you guys today. Come on. Phone lines are open. 505-338-3700 if you'd like to uh, call in. And you can uh, text in. What's the live line? 505-585-LIVE. It's 505-585-5483. All right. When we come back, you want uh, another uh, hero story? Or do you want to talk about the... Best places to raise a family. Oof, I mean... The list is out, guys. Yeah, gonna need some of that. However, I will accept the hero story if you, in fact, do Mariah Carey hero karaoke in the background. Ugh. So, so Ugh. it's up to you. Your call, man. Your right. call. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll be right back. Hang out. The Morning Invasion with Dex and Stevo. Guys, it's Tuesday. You didn't know it's Tuesday. Tam, is she gonna be in? No. Oh, I should text her. And, hey, get bring me some elk, Tam. Tamra, I need some of that elk meat. Bring me elk. Por favor. There we go. Quality Tam. We haven't talked mm. to her in a while. I know, right? Welcome to the show, everybody. How's everybody's uh? year going so far how's 2019 how are we doing with the challenges the resolutions yeah i i am definitely not uh as committed as i was last january as far as last january you were a beast and it yeah. was crazy uh i don't know i see the thing is, is i'm i'm i think i've kind of dialed in my uh my eating habits pretty well so i feel like i'm doing I'm doing okay, and I wanted to do another no sugar, no gluten for January, but I've already stopped with the gluten. I'm like, uh, you know what? I'll I'll just eat gluten, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm not sticking with the no sugar, so I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. Yeah. I stopped at McDonald's and had to get a... Uh, oh, no! <laughs> I had to get a McGriddle last night. Gross, dude! <laughs> It tasted really funny, too. Yeah. That's the one thing when you stop eating that stuff is mm-hmm. your taste buds change, and it just isn't as good anymore. You, ah, It went from being the best thing I ever put in my mouth to this isn't very good, and I don't know why 
I stopped here, but yeah, well, everybody makes mistakes, but you just jump back on, man. You jump back on, you know, Ugh. still going strong at the gym, still doing the, the dry sauna at the gym. Nice. nice. You know, I'm up to 27 minutes at 180 degrees. 27 minutes, dude. You know how we do 180? You know how we do 30 yes. minutes for our uh, Don't Sweat the Small stuff? Yeah, I'm up to 27 minutes. You are crazy. And our, uh, our sauna that we use for the show is like 100 and... I mean, it hasn't even got up to 140 yet. So yeah. it's like 115, and you're usually dying. I'm dying. Yeah. The one at the gym is like 180, and I did 27 minutes the other day. We're filming this week. I saw Jesus. Did you? Yes. Nice. You can see Jesus if you go at Woo! least 27 yeah, minutes. Yeah, don't do that, guys. At 180 I, I don't think that's... I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't think so either. But, oh. uh, yeah. You're not a UFC fighter, man. You're not trying to cut weight that fast. I wore a garbage bag in there. <laughs> okay. That's the key. <laughs> I see a lot of these guys. <laughs> yep. These really... And that's the thing. I don't want to judge. I really don't. No. But I do. You're not judging. But But I do. And that's what stinks. But you're not I, judging. But I have to catch myself that's because what doing. there'll be this, you know, overweight person that will walk into the dry sauna wearing a garbage bag. Yeah. But the thing is, is UFC, so MMA dangerous. fighters, but they all go in, they all are different shapes and sizes. Yeah. So I, I'm sitting here judging, like, why is this overweight person wearing a garbage bag to try to get all the water? Like, why does he want to sweat out all of the yeah. water in his body? That's not good. No. You know, you don't need a garbage but bag. But what if they're like in the heavyweight division? For exactly. UFC? So, I mean, you don't know their situation. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to detox or something. I don't know. It's just kind of weird when somebody walks into the gym wearing a garbage bag in, <laughs> in the dry sauna. Yes. That's not judging. That's making an observation. Yeah. They are They are doing something out of the norm. Yeah. It's but okay I to go... That doesn't seem right. Yeah, but at the same time, I try to. I sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, that guy's no business wearing." No, like, yeah. I want to be no, that, that guy at the now gym. You're a judger. See, that's why a lot of people don't go to the gym is because mm -hmm. there are the know-it-alls that yeah. make you feel like you aren't welcome, and or they come over and they try to like teach you. Right. The last thing I want is for somebody to walk over to me and try to teach me how to. You know, I'm doing it wrong. Right. You know? Just let me figure it out. But if it's helpful. It depends. It's all in the way that you do it, I of guess. Of course. But the you approach. have a lot of those people that come over and you, it's like, come on, man. Eh, sorry. Yeah. I'll just watch you and, you know, yeah. I'll watch a YouTube video. <laughs> I don't want you to come over and talk to just me. Just let me watch YouTube. But shout out to everybody that's killing it at the gym, man. Keep it up. Love you guys. You know, don't worry about all the judgmental people out there like myself. The only person I'm judging on this day is Nick Saban, Bama's coach. Who that? You know, the guy Razorbacks. who... I don't understand. Last night was the best. Unless you're a fan of Alabama. I am not. Clemson crushed Alabama last night. Did you watch the national championship? I didn't watch the night. Whoa, look at that score. Yes! Yeah, they did. Nick Saban's dominating... Alabama Crimson Tide got smoked last night by a freshman. And it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. A freshman, by the way, uh, who is a solid believer in Jesus Christ. He is 19 years old. He's the quarterback for Clemson. And he, he had an interview recently with Relevant Magazine talking about why Jesus is more important to him than football. Wow. And it was like, yes, kid. Yes. Sorry, you're going to get crushed by uh, Alabama. Oh, my gosh. No, you're not. Yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. 
Speaking of the New Year stuff, by the way, uh, somebody said, I don't actually have any resolutions, but I'm continuing marathon training. Ooh. Yeah. I just finished a six-mile run. Still not slim, but my heart is healthy. No way, man. Good job, Brandy. That's awesome. The girl Brandy in California. My running game is so bad right now, guys. I am. I, I don't run on the treadmill. I, I power walk on the incline. I'll pump it up to 15 <laughs> incline, and then I'll do a power walk. <laughs> That's how I work out now. <laughs> I don't even because know. I found out that I I burn just as many calories as if I run. Mm -hmm. But power walking is a lot easier than running. <laughs> okay. So I like power walk on the uh, treadmill at the gym. Yes, I look I look dorky for yeah. sure. But it it's you know not as bad on your body as if you run. Mm -hmm. But that I mean I got to run. I was all into running last year, and now yeah. I'm power walking. I'm a power walker. I don't like that. What are you, 80? Yeah, exactly. You're gonna go to the mall? I'm seriously power walking. <laughs> Please on get the 15 like, get actual like ski poles. Like I see those people like power walking and they've <laughs> yes. got like the ski poles and they're just going down the street. And I'm like, what is that doing? Is that like doing something? I don't know. <laughs> I saw a I'm few, not judging you doing more than I'm doing. I saw a few people uh when it snowed. Like they, they put the skis on and they they grabbed the poles and they were out there, you know, just just doing the doing the power skiing. What do you call it? Snow, snow. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, cross country skiing. Oh, where they tie cross country uh, skiing, right? The the like tennis brackets to their like shoes. Oh, that's snowshoeing. Snowshoeing. This was just uh, this was like uh, what was what did I just say? Uh, S snow plowing. Snow plowing. Yes. Yeah, snow plowing. Totally, that's what it's called. <laughs> snow plowing. Uh, that's good. Cross country skiing. Cross country skiing. Thank you. Cross country skiing. You Which get sidetracked so easily. I do. <laughs> I get so pumped up and then I lose my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, if you ever cross country skied before, worst thing you'll ever do. Oh yeah, I've no snowshoeing. The only thing I can worst equate thing. that to is when I'm snowboarding and then you hit like a catwalk, yeah, and it's straight and oh. you just didn't have enough speed, and now you're like, and now I'm just gonna kick one off and try and yeah get to the next place. It's the worst. I loved uh, over Christmas break. I went snowboarding, but Bill and Matt. They ski, and so there would be times where we'd hit a catwalk, and if I didn't, if I didn't have you enough, you'd have to speed, pull you. Yeah, they, yeah, they had me, to do that for me Matt too. Or Matt would just be coming up behind me full speed, and then just push yeah, me, and that was it. Yeah, and so, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, Only man. happened like once, though, bro. That's cool. Only happened. Bill like had to do it for me the whole day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I heard. <laughs> I, I had heard. to jump on his back a few times. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Felt bad for him. <laughs> but they did it, bro. Those they skiers. Did they did it. God bless you, skier. Yeah. All right, I have 2019's best and worst states to raise a family. Oh, man. Guys, this list has come out, and we have always, mm -hmm. for out of how many years in a row have we been 50? last? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, number 50 is like it's the like worst place. 50 or maybe 49 and a half because Mississippi and New Mexico are interchangeable, apparently. But yeah. yes, New Mexico is usually dead last so i have the best and worst states to raise a family oh, and i have the best city to live in in every state really okay. so think about that all right and we'll I find out coming up if we, oh, we have gone down i bet you maybe yeah. we've gone down guys How is that possible 51st they're like puerto rico is better no than like the other way down oh. like you know not I guess up. Maybe we're not the worst. Yes, we're coming up. Up, we're coming but, up. But we're, technically, we're going down because we want to be like 49. Oh, okay. so 
You know what I'm saying? We're still going up in the rankings. Yeah, but I like to go down. Numerically, we're going down. That's very I true. see what you're yes. thinking. So we'll find out when we come back. Best city to live in in every state and the best and worst states to raise a family. We're live from the Dream Style Remodeling Star 88 Studios. Hang out. Deepening standoff over the partial government shutdown. Out of more than 2 million federal workers, 800,000 remain furloughed or are working without pay. In prime time, the president will take his case directly to the nation. Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam has granted full clemency for Centoya Brown. Brown has been in prison for murder that she claims was self-defense. Actor Kevin Spacey made his first appearance in a Massachusetts courtroom. The Oscar winner who's accused of groping a young man had recently asked the judge if he could avoid this public spectacle. That did not happen. Dramatic video out of Texas. Police and good Samaritans all working together to rescue an elderly man from this burning car. Police say that man would not have survived if it was not for good Samaritans. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg misses oral arguments for the first time since joining the Supreme Court. The Tigers reclaim their crown by crushing Alabama. Clemson, the first undefeated champion of the playoff era at 15-0. Good morning. Phone lines are open. 505-338-3700. Give us a call. All right, Wallet Hub. They put out this this survey, this this list, this evaluation if you will every year. They they have data. And this is what they uh this these are the key factors, the key indicators. Uh, what they look at as far as the best and worst states to raise a family, okay? So they look for, they look for family friendliness, okay? Uh, the family, uh, like the the median family salary to housing affordability to unemployment rate, okay? So there's there's a lot a lot of that. Like where where's the best place to raise a family? You know, as far as like getting a nice home, job, how much money you're gonna make. And I think since America was born, uh, New Mexico has been uh, last. Yeah, that's right. Back in like uh, the 1300s when America was born, <laughs> New Mexico has been uh, number 50. Yeah, yep. yeah, pretty much. And uh, we can't seem to uh, get to that 49 spot, you know? Yep. But did we do it in 2019? Oh, man. Will 2019 be the year? Where we aren't the worst place to raise a family. No, we are the 49th worst place to raise a family. Will it be the year? What do you think? Do you think it's going to be the year? Do you know? Have you seen this? I have not seen it. You haven't seen it? Do you think we did it? Do you think we did it? Do you think we made 49th? Sadly, I watch the news. Yeah? I see so much, and I'm like... And, oh, gosh. I'm like, how, how political do I want to go? Ooh. My wife's in uh, child care, you know? Uh-huh. And so with what happened with, with voting this last election season and what is to come this year, I do not think we will have gotten better, if anything, educationally. We will get worse. Think 51st? Do you think we'll drop to if 51st? If possible to be 51, 
with what we've heard as far as policy yeah. with early child care development and early childhood education, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, we're going to remain 50th. Okay. Hub. Give me an envelope, guys. I gotta oh. open it up. <laughs> uh, I gotta open up the envelope. <laughs> didn't want me to open it until we're alive. <sighs> All right, I have the results, guys. <clears throat> All right, I have the results. Paul says fifty-one and a half. If we are forty-ninth, mm -hmm. confetti will drop from the ceiling. <laughs> okay. This will be the most elaborate announcement in radio history. You want to make your way to your YouTube. Everyone watching on YouTube will be able to see the confetti. <laughs> the confetti shooters are ready. By the way, have you ever gotten shot in the face by a confetti shooter? No. Yeah, I, I don't not. recommend it yeah. at all. <laughs> I don't recommend it. At that 21 pilot show, they were shooting confetti everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't ever shoot somebody yeah. in the face with a, one of those confetti guns. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I have the results. Okay. 2019's best and worst states to raise a family. All right. I'm looking at the envelope. New Mexico is ranked number 50. Oh. Five zero. Ranked 50, bro. Not that I expected 50. us to actually get better, yeah. but I was hoping 50. that we had actually gotten better. Yeah. Wrong. <sighs> Number 50, guys. So the question we all ask ourselves <laughs> Why is, are we here? <laughs> why? Why? Why do we want to live? Uh, the worst place to yeah. raise family is New Mexico. Why are we here? I will say, so this weekend I got to reconnect with a really good friend. Uh, her name is Kathy. We went to elementary school together. Mm -hmm. When I moved here in the third grade. What uh, elementary school? Uh, Sandia Base Elementary School on, on the Kirtland Air Force Base here. Okay. Was my elementary school. Miss Hellman was my third grade teacher. Yeah. And uh, I... I remember the very first day, the first kid I ever met was Derek, Derek mm -hmm. Mitchell. Um, he's the pa a pastor down in Las Cruces now. You met him. Yep. Uh, very cool dude. He lived a few houses down from me, so he was my neighbor. He was the first person I ever met when I moved here. Also the first person you almost killed. Yes. Multiple Jumped times. on the bus, first day of class, third grade, sat by this girl, and we became really good friends. Oh, that's cool. Her name's Kathy. Hadn't seen her in... 15 years. Yeah. And uh, I, I happened to be out in Texas and I, uh, we were still like friends on Facebook and everyone was like, oh, her and Mike moved to Texas. Yeah. Oh, her and Mike are currently living in the suburb where I am staying. Wow. And we got to reconnect this weekend. That's very cool. And it was real. it was great. I met her three sons, her husband, Mike, really cool dude. And she's a lifer. New Mexican. Like, she's a New Mexican through and through. Mrs. Albuquerque, there's no green chili out where she lives, blah, 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 all these things. But she was talking about the fact that she, sadly, would never, ever, ever move back to our state because yeah. of what has what is afforded her children, like, opportunity-wise in Texas, which 
are just non-existent in New Mexico, right. you know? And so she talked about all that. And, and there were things that I just hadn't even thought about that it's like, man, to raise a family, whether it's education, uh, your childcare costs even, like there, there were just certain things that she kept talking about that I was going, dang, I'm so gung-ho. Right? Well, yeah. as far as Texas, um, Texas landed the number two spot when it came to most families with young kids. Okay. So that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty a good, good spot, you yeah. know. If you, uh, I, I bet you, I can kids. guess number one for because uh, I would the have, best place I probably to live. Would, well, for young kids, for young oh, kids. Okay, yeah. Mormon country. Mormon country. That is correct. Utah. Utah. I mean, come on, man. We were in Salt Lake this last year, and and yes, a lot of children. Mm-hmm. They love Mormons. Love to they have love, children. They yes. believe the children are the future. Yes, they do. They also believe they're going to get a planet. Yep. They'll become God and have their own planet. That's true. I don't think that's part of the song, but I'm trying to remember what verse two says, if there's anything. I believe that you will have a planet. Teach them well so they will lead the world. That that didn't rhyme. That was really (laughs) bad. It was really bad. Yeah, Utah is number one when it comes to uh, the most families with young kids. Knew it. Um, And the fewest families with young kids. Uh, West Virginia was the worst. Okay. And uh, all right. Is that where so, people go to retire then? Yeah, right. West Seriously. Virginia? It's like, I don't want young kids out here. All right, what, what state is the best, the best overall on this list to raise a family? The best. Hmm. Okay. Well, because of my political bend um, <laughs> and because of where I literally just was and I'm kind of on a high and I was born there. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to say Texas is number one. Texas. Wrong. Okay. Well, well, it's not Texas. Not Texas. It's not Texas. Number one best place to raise a family. Yes. Colorado. No. <laughs> okay. No, it's not Colorado. Wrong. No. Thebe says Kansas. 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 No, it's not Kansas. Not guys. Kansas. No, not Kansas. Uh, Paul says it's got to be something random like Vermont. Vermont. Nope. No, because I'm thinking Vermont. like, all right, things for your children to do, education. Uh, sports. What else? What else is like on this list of like this has got to be it? Um. Well, they. Uh, so it's salary, housing, okay, childcare costs. Um. Let's see. Uh, mortality rate, infant mortality rate. Oh. Um. Let's see. Violent crimes per capita. Families in poverty. Divorce rate. These are all the things that they factor in. Okay. To, so uh, taking those into account. Curmudgeon says Wisconsin. Wisconsin. No, it's not Wisconsin. Uh, Paul says Massachusetts. It's not Massachusetts. Ralph says Iowa. Honestly, don't think you guys are going to get this because I'm actually kind of blown away that this is number this one. This is number one. Number one state to raise a family. Starmy, trying. Don't think anybody got it. Carl says Canada. <laughs> yes, Canada, guys. Uh, Kim says Missouri. No, not Missouri. Okay. <laughs> Guys, it was Minnesota. Minnesota is the best place to raise a family in 2019. Minnesota. How? I don't know. But they say that it's got the the best, like, uh, 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 family salary. Okay. Okay. Number one when it comes to that's the highest median family salary. That's that's, that's crazy, right? That is crazy. 
Um, let's see here. Was it just like top five on on all the other things? No, it wasn't at all. Uh, lowest uh, percent of families in poverty was uh, Minnesota was on there. Tied for second. Okay. okay. Lowest divorce rate, Minnesota was third in there. Sarah says, I win because she lives in Minnesota, but she honestly would not have guessed Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? See there? That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it got, it, I mean, it almost got all the different categories there. So yeah, Minnesota, apparently. Um, so we got Minnesota as far as the number one spot. Number two was Massachusetts. Okay. Followed by North Dakota, Vermont, New Hampshire. Um, those are the top five. Wow. And, uh, right below us again, I think Mississippi <laughs> has always been like our, our brother, Hanging out as far as like the education's terrible. You know, mm-hmm. Teo's from Mississippi, so he was always trashing Mississippi. <laughs> so we got a little insight on that. Pretty unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Thebe says, come on, it's because Minnesota has like 26 people. And Carl said, can't, it's basically Canada. Well, then, okay, I mean, then why not? Okay, why not Montana then? All right. Yeah. Why not Montana? Because I grew up there and yeah, not a whole lot of people live there. Well, but I think. You're talking about your salary, like great, great salary, yeah. family fun, like things you can do. Um, and where are you going to go? Because think about this is, I mean, New Mexico, we come in 50th. What opportunities will our children have here for a career? Like, um, I to mean, make uh, a good salary. Blake has a pretty good. Uh, okay. No. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Montana uh, is 24th okay. on the list. Where's my home state? Where's Where's Tejas? Texas came in at number 31. 31? 31, man. Okay. okay. Uh, Michigan, 32. Hawaii? See, Hawaii. Yeah, you would think. 28. Okay. 28, guys. California was number 19. Okay. So there you go. We are number 50 again. People asking a really good question. Yes. Um, Because so many of us who live here love this state. So what could we do to make it a better state? Well, we should probably copy what they're doing in Minnesota, Massachusetts, and North Dakota. So what are they doing? That we are not doing. That's yeah. what we need to find yeah. out. Okay. So we said the survey brought to you by the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Right. Okay. So yeah. we need to up our salaries. Okay. We all need to get paid more. That's number one. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Another thing we need to do, we need to, uh, the child care. Can you afford child care? <laughs> I don't think so. No. So you have moms that can't have a job because right. they can't afford child care so they have to stay home to pay for child care than it is exactly to a, yeah got yep. you so costs are low okay in those states housing housing okay yep housing uh let's see where was Dude, uh, violent crimes violent crimes like that's a huge thing in new mexico <laughs> yeah as like we are number one with like that yeah always mm-hmm. when it comes to crimes if you if you travel here hey they'll steal your car Yep. You got to keep buddy system. I have somebody always has to stay with the car. I was hanging with our boy Los, who was out here for Compassion International, and that's the number one thing he remembered about visiting New Mexico. Mm-hmm. He said, everybody told him, hey, man, if you got a backpack, don't leave it in the car. 
they're going to steal your car. Yeah. <laughs> and and so you don't unlock, like, don't oh, lock your car here. Okay. You'll just get your window bashed out. Get, yeah. Yeah. Don't lock yeah. your car. Just don't leave anything inside your car. Yeah. Um, yeah. So education is a monstrous right? deal. Right. And our education terrible. It's pretty bad. So bad. Yeah. All right. So there we go. Now I have the best city to live in. Ooh. Every state. Okay. I found the best city in New Mexico to live in. So, do you think it's Albuquerque? Gosh. Is, is Albuquerque the best place? In New Mexico? I wish I could say yes. I don't think it's going to be Albuquerque. Even though I think taking a look at everything that you've said as far as income and things for families to do, housing costs, um, it's definitely not Santa Fe. I'm trying to think of any other city. It might be Las Cruz. Well, no, education and income. Um, mm-hmm. I can think of one. Oh, see, Kim said it. I was like, I don't. I. It's so tiny, though. Los Alamos. Really? Yeah. Makes sense. You Is it Los Alamos or Los Las? Alamos? You got the labs out there, so good income. You've got some rad little churches out there. Are, are the Ambergies out there? Um, I, I got to go up there one time and. Um, and uh, preach, and I'll tell you right now, man, that little city is dope, and it's close enough to like Santa Fe and Albuquerque. You can go skiing out there. It was a cool little community. So yeah, it says here, right. um, you know, science museum, yep. theater, nearly a yep. hundred public art installations, a network of over ninety miles of hiking trails, uh, the Manhattan Project, National Historic uh, Historical Park. Um, also has one of the best public high schools in New Mexico. Uh, many living in the area work at uh, the uh, Los Alamos National Laboratory. Um, it has a $2.6 billion budget, primarily uh, allocated to weapons development. Yep. So, yeah, it makes sense. A lot of people chimed in actually on YouTube and texted into the live line, and number one answer from people was Los Alamos. Yeah, so. the median house, household income is $101,000. Gosh, <laughs> the eleven thousand people live there too. That, that's the, that's a median. That's a median household. We should have been scientists. One hundred and one thousand dollars. <laughs> Unbelievable. Should have been a scientist. Yeah. So it, New Mexico, Los Los Alamos, New Mexico, guys. Have you ever been there? Uh, have you ever visited there? Uh, no, no okay. I don't think so. No, I don't think I've been up there a few times. We really? went up there for uh, yeah an event with the station for a concert for yeah. Hmm. Always really cool people up there. Really kind. Very nice. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Next year, but I don't think so. Maybe we'll hit that 49 in 2020, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think no. that'll ever happen. No, it's not. It seems happen. to be getting worse here, it not is. better. Yeah, it's, it's getting worse. All right, we got to take a break, guys. You guys want to chime in? 505-338-3700. You can also text into the show. What's the live line number? 505-585-LIVE. That's 505-585-5483. Now we got some food news coming up. And another hero story on the way. Uh, Earlier, we kicked off the show with a uh, story about a guy who tried to uh, mug a female UFC fighter. And that that did not turn out... (laughs) Too well for the for the mugger. I got another story about uh, a kidnapper who chased a woman 
And if she hadn't have ran into this this uh, business, it, it might have turned out a little bit different. So, what do you do when you're being chased? Where should you run? Okay. We'll find out. We'll come back. Hang out.